Mark Cuban called us because he was. Do you remember he was gonna buy the patent on the hoverboard? Yeah, Mark Cuban called us too. Really? <laughs> yeah. I got totally screwed by a supplier in China, and my supplier in China. I was paying him for orders and he wasn't shipping the orders out. He was just giving me fake tracking codes and keeping the money. Mm -hmm. Half a million dollar hit in like oh, a week. Fuck. I gotta ask this man, how'd you meet Michael Jordan? <laughs> oh, you know about that. So, <laughs> dude, so golf. And uh, so we finished golfing and I get a call from my neighbor's wife and she's like, yeah, MJ's uh, in-laws just said, if you wanna swing by his house, he had a house at Bears Club. Still didn't expect him to be there. We walk toward the backyard. I see MJ just like leaning over his outdoor kitchen, like watching golf. He just came and shook my hand, like, what's up, Mike? And I was like, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
out of control. Yeah. So I got into the concert promoting business and it, you know, that's led me down a few other journeys. You know, yeah. Yik Yak, you know, Yik Yak, yeah. the app, mm-hmm. they, they reached out to me, uh, to sponsor my shows. I, I, so I created my own shows, the world's largest foam party. Mm-hmm. It's called electric flurry. You can still oh, look it real? up on YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got like these giant foam cannons and they would shoot mm-hmm. foam 200 feet in the air. Oh, nice. All that stuff. But yeah, Yik Yak reached out to me to sponsor my shows and then I was like, you guys should promote your app like this or that. And they were like, can you come on and do it for us? Mm. So then I got involved with Yik Yak. And there's been a few other things in my mm. career. Nice. Before. So you were a party guy. A party. I was. Guy, I was. A party guy, in a way. I, I was. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That's Yik Yak went out of business, though, right? Yeah. yeah. So Yik Yak, when I came on board, we had 100,000 monthly active users. We got up to 10 million in four months. Damn. Oh, damn. It grew super viral. Mm-hmm. And while I was at Yik Yak, a friend of mine went to China and he, he discovered a hoverboard mm-hmm. before anyone had ever seen hoverboards. And yeah. I was known as like a good marketer. You know, I was mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. he's like, Jared, we got to, you got to tell me what, what do we do with this product? And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, send me one. So he sent me one in the mail. I started riding it around everywhere mm-hmm. and everyone's like, what the, what the hell is that thing? You know, I was mm-hmm. in the airports, everyone's mm-hmm. neck is breaking, looking at the <laughs> item. And I'm like, I just start selling these. So mm-hmm. I created my first Shopify store. Well, what was the name of your company? Glider. G-L-I-D-R. Yeah, mine was a uh, Skywalker's. You, you <laughs> oh, you you did that too? Yeah. No way. Yeah, that was my company, bro. That's so funny. Yeah, we were I think huge. I remember you. Yeah, we were huge. Yo, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> hey, Dan, Dan, Dan Fleshman said the same thing. He looked at me, he was like, yo, you guys were You it. crushed it with the hoverboards. <laughs> bro. Dude. Dan did same. it too, right? Dan was our competitor, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, so all three of Which one did he have? You wills. Okay. That was Dan Fleshman. Yeah. Okay. We were with like all the, so I got linked yeah. up with like Nash Greer and Hayes Greer and all these mm-hmm. like younger influencers. Yeah, yeah. That had like tens of millions of followers. Yeah. So we were in that like younger influencer yeah. world. And it got to a point where Mark Cuban called us because he was, do you remember he was going to buy the patent on the hoverboard? Yeah, Mark Cuban called us too. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I talked to people and they're like, Mark Cuban doesn't do calls yeah, with anyone. Yeah. I'm like, no, he, yeah, he, he, he hit us up too. Uh, our first, we first discovered the hoverboard uh, at CES. Okay. That was because obviously we're in Vegas and that's when our eyes like, yo, we got some. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So I, yeah, everyone's looking at this thing. So I didn't yeah. know how to sell online. Yeah. So I just started printing out business cards. Mm-hmm. And every time someone asked me about it, I just give them a card. <laughs> the next thing you know, I'm selling like two or three hoverboards a week, making a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. So I left my job, sold my shares in Yik Yak. Mm-hmm. I was the only employee out of 80 of us to actually sell the shares. Wow. Like, oh, you were smart. Them. I was lucky. I guess. Everyone else got nothing. Yeah, so yeah, he out. was yeah, smart. Yeah, 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 definitely yeah. made out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then I ended up going to China to the Canton Fair. Yeah. Oh, was... you went to Canton. Yeah. Can- Canton Fair is the um, top. It is so. When it comes to tech, I've heard it's about so it. Fun. Oh my Man, goodness, Wait, bro. but you don't speak Mandarin, so what was that like? Just, nah, there's, there's, <laughs> no, but there's, there's, there's some some people actually understand you. Believe it oh, or yeah? not, yeah, it's some speak English. Yeah, yeah. Some when you're like over too. yeah, when you stand out like a sore thumb there, <laughs> easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went to some more rural areas in China too, and it's it's really funny because like yeah. they're, everyone's staring at you, pointing at you, <laughs> literally. Pictures. Yeah, I just told everyone I'm a professional baseball player, yeah. you know? so I was taking pictures with That's everyone. Funny. And yeah, I discovered the next product out in the Canton Fair. Mm-hmm. You got to see those inflatable loungers. You you wave through the air and they fill up. They start in like a little bag. They look like a little banana. No, very I haven't seen those. I haven't seen those. Inflatable lounger yeah. in the pool. You're saying? No, no it's like you, you go camping you, with it, right? Oh, and no. you just like wave it through the air and it mm-hmm. fills up. Oh, most people listening probably have seen mm-hmm. them. Okay. Before. they were yeah, very yeah. viral. Yeah, and yeah, started importing those. That was mm-hmm. my next product. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I was selling a retail. I was selling to you know major retailers. Yeah. We had trade shows yeah. uh, on Amazon, Shopify across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I discovered drop shipping. I was actually at a trade show in mm-hmm. Dallas. We were at outdoor retailer. 
and we were talking to people for three days straight, you know, just, I was tired. It was, I had a flight the next morning at 7 a.m. and it was midnight and I was about to go to bed and I got an email. This was back in like 2015 and the email was from a marketer. It said like how to sell products without ever seeing or touching them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, I should really go to sleep. But like, let me just open this real <laughs> quick. And I watched a webinar and I learned that you can go find suppliers on AliExpress mm -hmm. and put your, put the products in your Shopify store, run ads to it. And I was so excited because I was good at marketing. I got to the airport uh, next morning at like 4 a.m. and just built the store and mm -hmm. launched it. And that store grew from zero to two million in 60 days. Wow. So that was my entry into mm -hmm. dropshipping. 60 days? Yeah. Zero to two million in 60 days. Jeez. Yeah. Just That's running great. Facebook ads? Yeah. yeah, just running Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. I, um, I, so I was, I was living in Los Angeles at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was moving back to Florida because I was like, I was doing all right with the inflatable loungers mm -hmm. and stuff. But it was like, you know, my, my now wife, then girlfriend, she was working. We were splitting rent. Mm -hmm. It was like... Like, let's just go to Florida, live a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. And a friend of mine, a mentor, uh, Brett Lockett, he was an ex-NFL uh, player. He invited me to go to a Tony Robbins event with him. And I was like, I don't know about that, but sure, I'll go. And I learned a lot about personal development and energy. And we did these like, we did this one visualization exercise where you imagine yourself as someone else who like really loves and cares about mm -hmm. you. And like, mm. you kind of like remove yourself from the equation. And you're like walking up to your own future life and you're admiring the house and the cars and all this stuff. And long story short, you walk upstairs and you look in the mirror and it's you the whole time. And it's like, it was like, I had this crazy moment. Mm -hmm. And the day after the event, I had to drive to Florida. So I had a five day drive and I get on the drive and I'm, you know, music playing. I hired someone to do the customer support and the, and the ads and all these ideas just started coming to me, like just seemingly out of nowhere. And I would just make a call. Hey, let's try doubling this ad set or let's just try this or that. And the store scaled from like, a thousand dollars a day to fifty thousand dollars a day in five days. Mm. Wow! And it's just like that. That's when dropshipping started changing my life. Mm. Wow! Yeah. yeah, I never got into the um, the dropshipping. This uh, merchants has always been like a thing to me. I, I I've always they, you know, I try to stay in their good graces because they hate dropshippers. Yeah, it's it's yeah. challenging it's for super, sure. Yeah, there's lots of challenges that come with it, but mm. there's you know there's pros and cons to it. It's mm. like the amount of overhead you need is very, very, very low. You're very never low. sitting on yeah. stock. You can always test additional yeah. products. If you have a brand, you can yeah. try 50 other products in you your niche. Limitless, limitless uh, access to what they have access to instantly without even paying. And then yeah. you don't have to pay for inventory mm. or anything like that. No, you have to pay for a warehouse. Yeah. So you can mainly just focus, is, focus on the utility of the product and the marketing. And, yeah, exactly. And you run ads campaign. to 50 products, whatever is yeah. the lowest cost per acquisition yeah. you scale. For and, sure. uh, yeah, that, was, that business model definitely changed my life. Yeah. Until I got I got totally screwed by a supplier in China. Mm -hmm. The store was, you know, continuing to do 50, 60, whatever K a day. And I was traveling. I was in uh, I was in Thailand, just mm -hmm. like enjoying life. It was the first <laughs> time I really had like good money. Mm -hmm. And one of my support agents was like, hey, Jared, we found, you know, 100 tracking numbers that aren't working. And I'm like, you hey, were doing 2000 orders a day, like figure it out. Let me know. Next day. Jared found about 200 tracking numbers that aren't working. Yeah, whatever, figure it out. And then I had to fly back from Thailand mm -hmm. to, to the US. So I had a 24 hour travel day. When I got back, they found like a thousand tracking numbers that weren't working. Mm -hmm. And then we spent like a week like trying to figure out what was going on. And my supplier in China, I was paying him for orders and he wasn't shipping the orders out. He was just giving me fake tracking codes and keeping the money. Mm -hmm. And I found 7,000 tracking numbers from customers that we sent to them. So it was like, half a million dollar hit in like oh, a week so how did it that was horrible it was horrible you lost the merchant oh i mean for it was sure like, there was so many things that went wrong from it mm -hmm. but 
but then it but it inspired me to build Zen Drop. So mm-hmm. like you know, even though it was a really low point, and I did mm-hmm. recover from it, I kept drop shipping. I figured it mm-hmm. out, but it was like really stressful yeah. for a few yeah. weeks. So what is Zen Drop? Zen Drop's a, a marketplace for drop shippers. So mm-hmm. basically, we have over a million products on our catalog. We have two facilities in China. We have about fifty suppliers in the U.S. and Anyone that wants to sell online, they go on Zendrop. Um, you can upload whatever image you want, and we'll mm-hmm. print it out and put it in all your packages for you. So oh, it's got nice. branding in it when mm-hmm. it gets to your customer. We got education, um, you know, trending product section, so you see what's selling. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's yeah, cool. We've had but over... they just have to do their own marketing themselves and stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. We're just like a reliable supplier. Mm-hmm. We could typically beat prices. Yeah, no fake and... tracking numbers. <laughs> right. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. What What about is it personalized? Can they use their own dom- dom- domain for their stuff? Oh yeah, they build their own Shopify store. We're an app. Okay. We have over a million Shopify merchants that have signed up and connected their store to Zendrop. Okay. So it can you still use um uh what is that Stripe? Yeah. yeah. You, Stripe so you, will still take it. Yeah. So we're basically when you have a Shopify store, you mm-hmm. go on Zendrop, you pick what you want to sell, you import it to your store, mm-hmm. you sell it, you collect the money and everything. Mm-hmm. But when you make the sale, we charge you the wholesale price and we ship it out to your customer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's do, way more efficient. Yeah, yeah, it's extremely efficient. Yeah. It's reliable. Mm-hmm. We can scale. We can what's build the, brands. What's the shipping times? We our fastest shipping times four to nine days from China to the U.S. That's and the fast. That's, that's from fast. China. That's fast. From China, yeah. And yeah. we're always like we we work with over a hundred shipping lines, and we mm-hmm. got about four hundred and eighty people in China yeah. that are wow. packing and shipping things, and we ship around the world. So you know, a brand would typically import their product to the U.S., mm-hmm. put it in a warehouse. They'd have to buy sixty days worth of inventory, mm-hmm. and then if somebody internationally orders the product, the shipping cost is super expensive. Like thirty four, forty dollars. Yeah, yeah. For us, you can actually build like we do something called drop branding for our mm-hmm. big clients, right. where you can customize your stuff. You can buy seven days worth of inventory, keep it in our warehouse in China. Every time you make a sale, we replenish it from the factory. So you never run out of inventory. Wow. And we can ship it all around the world. And shipping, shipping is super cheap and it's actually fast to a lot of other countries. Do you guys show the ROI on items? So people could sell the product for whatever they want, mm-hmm. but typically people mark it up like three to four times. Yeah. Nice. That's no, but do, do they actually know what, um, like, so different products are trending at different times, right? Yeah. It's all about trends, you know? Yeah. So with you guys, are is that what your products are based on? What's currently we, trending, and we have, trending and what's selling in the market? We pretty much have everything you can imagine on the okay. platform. And if we don't have the product, we source yeah. it within 24 hours. You can yeah. put an AliExpress link and we'll have it on there. Wow. But we have we do have a trending product section, mm-hmm. which is always being updated based on all the you know we have millions of data points. Yeah, stores. Right, yeah. But we don't share our biggest clients' winning products in that section. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like there's a balance of integrity and like yeah. wanting to help other people. Oh, no. so do you have an AI picking the trending products, or is it? Yeah, we manual? have we have um, we have a process for it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of data to sort through, and yeah. we try to do it efficiently. And do you offer a print on demand too? Yeah, recently we just had nice. a print on demand the the platform. Yeah, we have. Okay. Um, we're yeah. adding to the catalog right now. Direct to garment. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. sick. So we, we got have a partner, them. actually an investor of our. We raised a small friends and family round a few years mm-hmm. ago. One of our investors has a facility in Houston where he's got like, like seven or eight million dollars worth of printing equipment, and we integrate it with his back end. Nice. So we can people can do print on demand through us now too. Nice. That's sick. I gotta ask this man. How'd you meet Michael Jordan? <laughs> oh, you know about that. So. <laughs> Dude, so golf. This golf, is why I love well, I golf say so golfing. much. Yeah. So I was living in Boca, in you know, with all the older people, and a, my neighbor was. Uh, he was about seventy years old. Um, good friend of mine, though. We became really close, and uh, I just started golfing, and he invited me to go play at the Bears Club, which mm-hmm. is a very exclusive course in Jupiter, Florida. And of course, I went. I played. 
we uh, his he he was a criminal attorney, so he represented some MJ's mother-in-law. So I can't get into all the details, but he knew them through that originally. They became right. friends. Uh, his wife is an artist, and she painted a picture of MJ's deceased father and it like really touched him so they became really close friends nice and uh so we finished golfing and i get a call from my neighbor's wife and she's like yeah mj's uh in-laws just said if you want to swing by his house he had a house in bears club you can go over there and check it out so in my head i'm like yeah we're gonna go look at mj's house we pull up two guys come out like gentlemen follow us i'm walking into michael jordan's house still didn't expect him to be there we walk toward the backyard i see mj just like leaning over his outdoor kitchen like watching golf we walk outside, you know, I meet MJ. It's it's him, Ahmad Rashad, mm-hmm. uh, his in-laws and his two daughters, me and my neighbor. And he's like, yo, I got this new tequila line coming out. It's Now it's out. But before it was like in plastic bottles. He's yeah, like, you yeah, want to yeah, try yeah. these different tequilas? Yeah. So I'm like drinking tequila. He mm-hmm. you know, opens a big humidor. We're smoking Cuban cigars. Yeah. And then my neighbor's like, yo, Mike, why don't we take Jared to your trophy room? So I'm like walking behind Michael Jordan through his house. We walk into the trophy room. I look up. This floor of the Chicago Bulls stadium is like on the ceiling. And I'm just like standing in there like, how the hell did I end up here today? Like, <laughs> I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And we hung out for like three hours. He <laughs> stayed for dinner. Um, and we just didn't want to in, like intrude too yeah. much. So we, we must have made dancing. a good impression for him to have yeah, invited you to so dinner. We, we were just yeah, regular guys. We were just, <laughs> we were just yeah. chilling, like talking bull- just like yeah, hanging yeah. out you weren't fanboying that's probably why he liked you guys yeah yeah i'm like mj it was, it was kind of yeah. hard not to <laughs> so wait so what'd you do were you like what's up michael jordan <laughs> no he came he's like he came and shook my hand yeah. like what's up mike and i was like yeah no, i know <laughs> <laughs> he like had these broken you know his fingers were all like bent and yeah, huge yeah, hands yeah. and i was like you know I'm, I'm with like one of the most famous people in the whole world like mm-hmm. billionaire like amazing and i was like i just gotta enjoy this day yeah you know and just it's crazy yeah, everyone's like, you get a picture? I'm like, I didn't want no, it. I yeah, wouldn't have no, asked. Because no, 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 no. that automatically puts you... Well, when you're at his house, the pictures, doesn't, that's not enough. Like, pictures of that. When you get invited to the crib, you like the homie. So you got to yeah. just treat him like, like that. So I got invited saying? to yeah. join. He opened a new golf course. Mm-hmm. And I got invited to join his course. But it was like right when I was moving to Texas and I didn't do it. Ah, so turn down MJ's invite, bro. But may- <laughs> maybe will in the future. We are gotcha. considering going back to Florida. Nice. nice. Yeah. So after you made your millions, you sort of had a weird moment in your life where you didn't feel fulfilled, right? You bought everything you wanted to. Walk me through where you were at then. Yeah, so, oh, I didn't finish the last part of the story. So, you know, I, 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 uh, we did that visualization exercise. We were admiring the house, the cars, whatever. Mm-hmm. 60 days later, I owned the car that was in my visualization, and it was which, a gray Lamborghini. Which one? It was, a, it was my first Lamborghini, mm-hmm. Gallardo. I've oh, had a Gallardo, few since yeah, then. yeah. But it was crazy because I, I physically manifested this car into the real world. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and how it was, did you do that? So we did this exercise mm-hmm. and we were basically visualizing our future life. But it was through the lens of someone who loves and cares about you. So I like I was imagining myself as my aunt walking up to my future life and looking wait, at wait, the wait. cars. What? I've never heard of that one before. Interesting. It was yeah. like it's something they do at these Tony Robbins events. And it was like it was really cool because I, I had a vision and I put mm-hmm. really strong emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. And then literally 60 days later. I had this car and it, it all happened in a way. So I'll get to your point. It all happened in a way that was totally, you know, I could never have expected these series of events to happen this way. You know, most people, they try to create in a linear fashion. They say, you know, first I need to do this and then this can happen and then I can go do that. And then this person will be here and then I can do this and that. Mm -hmm. And we, as you guys know, we live in a universe of unlimited possibilities. Mm -hmm. So things never happen the way you expect them to. Right. But most people attach themselves 
the outcome. And when it, things don't happen the way they want them to, mm -hmm. they get stressed, they get worried, they get anxiety. And I'm a firm believer in the way you feel mm -hmm. manifests the world outside. So like, you know, if you could feel good and let go of the outcome, things will happen. So I learned that through that experience mm -hmm. when I, when that car came into my life and you know, I made the money, I bought the car, I was traveling. And, uh, when I was in Thailand traveling, I was actually like doing a tour of like Buddhist temples. And, um, I was on like a, a tour boat with like a few other people and there was this French couple and this, you know, I was, I was talking to them and we were hanging out. And when we were leaving, the wife was like, I hope you find what you're looking for. And I was like, Huh? What the hell do you mean by that? Like, mm. what am I looking for? Mm -hmm. I was like, what am I looking like? And it just started like, you know, why am I doing all this traveling? Why am I, mm -hmm. you know, having this these exquisite experiences? Mm -hmm. Am I like internally joyful? Am I like, mm -hmm. I still have stresses. I still don't feel amazing. Like there's got to be more. Mm. So I started going down the rabbit hole of meditation. I've done some, you know, I've done three plant medicine journeys now. And, you know, I just had a kid seven mm -hmm. weeks ago. And, um, you know, just learned that life is not just about attaining material possessions you know it's nice to obviously yeah but most people don't get a chance to learn that lesson most people are like yeah once i get those material possessions maybe i'll learn that lesson mm -hmm. but they don't get like 95 percent people never get there right so after i learned that i started going you know i've been to joe dispenza mm -hmm. meditation retreats and nice you know i've spent thousands of hours meditating wow going on long walks and you know being extremely disciplined and building confidence and i'm learning that you, know, you have to substitute short-term pleasure for long-term joy. You mm -hmm. got to make those decisions that aren't always easy to make, but they make you feel good about yourself. You, you know, you, you, you have that internal conflict. Should I work out or should I not? Mm -hmm. You know, most people have, don't have much power, right? They have yeah. their true self and they have their mind. Right. Most people's minds have more power over them than their true self mm -hmm. and their being. And you know, when you win those battles, you're, or when you lose those battles, you're giving power to your mind and it gets harder and harder to win them. And then there's your, your subconscious, right. which is judging everything you do. So when you're losing these battles, your subconscious is like, hey, we can't even do these things. Like what makes us think we can go do these big business ventures or, mm -hmm. or and, and you don't feel good. Right. But when you have discipline and you win those battles every time, then you start to root for yourself. Mm. You start to have this energy that just feels good and you feel OK. Right. And, you know, I've just been really deep on that path for the last maybe three or four years. Mm. Wow. And it's been really fruitful. That's insane. So what have you learned about the universe through meditation? Have you achieved astral projection yet? I've had a few pretty interesting experiences for, for sure. sure. That's yeah. Crazy. I mean, the thing is, if you're going into a meditation mm -hmm. and you're looking to have a mystical experience, you're not going to get it. Right. The, the whole thing about meditation and even just life in general, it's more about letting go of things than it is trying to get things. Mm. So when you can let go of things and when you can have an empty mind and you can have a pure vessel, your energy flows in ways that give right. you experiences. Absolutely. But if you're looking for that experience, you're actually blocking your energy from flowing because mm -hmm. you're attaching yourself to the outcome of, I need this experience, I need this experience. Mm. And what you get from that is more of needing the experience, not mm -hmm. getting the experience. Right. So most meditations, you don't get a mystical experience. I've had a few that have been insane. Um, plant medicine though has been something that's totally unlocked different mm. levels for me. Really? Oh, when yeah. you say plant medicine, what are we talking? So I go to a place, um, so, I, I do. You guys know Ben Greenfield? No, I've heard, heard of him. him. He's got a big podcast. I'm um, heard of him. Anyway, I booked a consultation call with him because he has a big podcast. I was starting a podcast. I want to pick his brain. The call was in like a month. I was listening to an episode and somebody asked him a question. They're like, "What's the most profound thing you've ever done?" And he's like, "Well, aside from this one thing I can't talk about here, <laughs> blah 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 blah." So I'm like, I get on the call with him. I'm like, "Yo, what was that thing that you couldn't talk about on the podcast?" Yeah. <laughs> 
And he's like, there's this plant medicine that essentially makes your brain like 20,000 times more lucid Whoa. than it usually is. And you have a voice recorder strapped to your chest and you're laying down and you just speak the truth for six hours. Then you what? transcribe it all and you have total clarity on your life. And they call it clarogenics, but you can't find it online. It's like a, you know, very so exclusive So you speak invite. the truth unknowingly? You're, so the way to describe it is like you're lying there and your mind and your ego is kind of like offline and you feel like you get electrocuted with like a trillion volts of love. So you're just like the best version of yourself in this moment. And anything what is it you called? they call it clarogenics, but mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able to find it online. It's like uh, you if have to you be know, you, know. you have to make an introduction. It's like forty grand to go do it. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, you know, a lot of CEOs, like leaders, major billionaires, people mm-hmm. like that have been there. I've met some really cool people there. So you, oh, you actually did it. I've done it three times. I do it once per quarter now. Wow. Yeah. And it <laughs> John said, Wow. No, I wanna do it like oh, this is interesting. Dude. It is. Wow. Ama- it, it made me realize, like, so it's, always, 40, it's 40k every time. It's 40k for a four session package. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's worth okay. it though. Yeah. I mean, oh, it, it's so my first time doing it, I always had like this conflict. I like, mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to have kids eventually, right? Eventually, I want to do this. Eventually, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. But I always had this conflict, and like when I was in the medicine, I'm like, have kids now? Like, what are you waiting for? Like, you know, you know what life's all about. And I wow. just had this realization, and like, got right to work. <laughs> and like it it just gives you total clarity on things it's not like you're on the limitless pill and you're like oh i need to do all these crazy things mm-hmm. it actually reinforces the lessons that are deep inside of you mm-hmm. but at a level that you've never experienced before mm-hmm. so like you realize like life is all about love but it's like it's not just like oh yeah life's all about you know you, know, you feel it in your core mm-hmm. and it's like a lesson that you can't explain then you're going through your recording and you're you're transcribing it so you're typing it all out like 20 pages or so and you work with a coach over the course of the next few months until your next session. And you pull out all the, the nuggets about life that you've kind of spoken to the truth. Wow. Yeah. And it's been, I mean, it's just, I how long is each session? Six, six, out, six hours. Six hours. Well, but so it feels so, like 10 minutes. But you're not tripping though, right? It's not a psychedelic. Mm. You're totally lucid. Like mm. you are, you're literally like, a, like you, you feel one with God. Wow. Like I was never a religious person. I, I'm Jewish technically, but I never yeah. grew up with religion. I didn't really know the concept of God. I always thought, you know, like some figure in the sky, whatever. When you're in the medicine, you're literally one with God. You wow. are, you, you're just, you understand it. Mm. And the thing is, when you talk about these things, language is, is language was created to separate, uh, to, to connect people that are separated. Mm-hmm. So inherently, language separates people. So there's right. only so much you can communicate through words. Right. Mm experience is thousands of times more potent than words mm. so i could sit here and, and describe it to you for hours and you might get a little bit of it mm-hmm. but when you when like the first time i went this guy was like you'll know like when you know you'll know <laughs> and I, I the next day i saw him and i was like i know, <laughs> I know now. yeah that's wow. been really cool for me wow that's Thank nuts you. would you would you try that i would i'm just scared i'm not i'm, I'm let me just take away the scare i'm not scared it's just it's an experience that I, I, I tried micro dose well shrooms for the first time a couple months ago and i was, nice. like, I was like yo this is sick he seems yeah. nice <laughs> um, <laughs> but i keep hearing like different medicines that are out there and they just bring more and more and more and as you continuously meet with people who are on certain levels like it's a little bit more where they're at like no i've tried this it's mm. a little bit more than that you know what i'm saying this is so, i would say this is not more than like shrooms for example this is not more intense no it's a very easy experience mm. So the second time I went to do it. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. Before you start on that, what was the other uh, guest? He was speaking about something similar, right? But his was, you go ayahuasca? to the spot. Glenn. 
Yeah, what was that? It wasn't ayahuasca. It was ayahuasca, more powerful than that, right? Yeah, I forget what it was. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You relived all your memories. Okay. It was yeah. something way different from this. I think I know which, I forget the name of it. Same as real super discreet. Like, you gotta, you know. You gotta know someone. Yeah, you gotta know someone. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I the second time I went to do it, mm-hmm. I had some anxiety because I couldn't remember mm-hmm. what the first one was like. Mm-hmm. I remember it was amazing, <laughs> but like, I was getting up to it and I'm like, and I, I don't like just like letting control, like mm-hmm. letting go of control. So mm-hmm. I was like, super anxious and super anxious i'm like you know i'm scared to do it. i'm gonna do it but i'm scared to do it and then right when it started I, I literally was like okay i'm never gonna be scared to do this again because it's the most beautiful experience i've ever had wow so like so is there someone in there with you or just yeah you? there's two people in there with and you they're asking you questions or you know or you're, you're you're just firing you go in with intention like you could go in with intentions right mm-hmm. if there's certain parts of your life you want to figure out you can like you know you'll remember you're not mm-hmm. like in out like you are in outer space but you can remember things kind of mm-hmm. Um, but you, you're, you're lying down and you have an eye mask on and you have music on and you have a voice recorder on and you're just speaking. You're just like, you feel so good that you never want it to end. Wow. It's it's crazy. And you're laying there for six hours, six hours. Yeah. But it feels like 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, the first time I was done, I literally felt like I was reborn into the world, like a fresh start. Like I just shed all my, my traumas from the past. Like I healed myself. I literally felt like I was a fresh newly born person into the wow. world. Wow. There's doctors on staff. There's, you know, there's two people that are there with you the whole time. Mm-hmm. If you need water, like three, four hours in, they'll, you know, they'll bring you water. What changed about you after the first time? What would you say? Like, was it the outlook, the energy? Yeah. It, the, the you main, love more? Like, what I, was it? I always knew that life is more about, or it's less about what you need to do and more about who you need to be. But mm. after the first experience, like I just really realized that life is all about the present moment, feeling love understanding that how you feel manifests the world around you and at a really deep level, I understood this. So, you know, I've started implementing habits since then where I try to get back to that feeling, mm. right? And I, I, I do this thing called the perfect walk. Mm-hmm. I'm actually writing about it right now. I'm writing a book about it. I have like a 30 page PDF that I've been sharing with friends. If you guys are interested, I'll mm-hmm. share it with you. But it's, uh, it's like a 30 to 45 minute walk I do in the mornings. Mm-hmm. And I use the same music from the plant medicine because yeah. it like kind of brings me back. And the first five to 10 minutes, you're just opening your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, you're focused right here. You're, you know, thinking about something you love and you're just kind of, it's first thing in the morning, right? Before you think about all your problems, before you get into the same routine, focus on your heart. Second part is you feel your power, your strength. You know, mm-hmm. you feel like you could do anything. You know, the music gets more intense. The third part is a moment of just being totally present, letting go, noticing the things around you, any thoughts that come up, you just let them go. Mm. The fourth part is you're walking, you're feeling connected to God or the universe or source or whatever it is you believe in. And then the last part is a celebration mm-hmm. where you're like, I just did this for myself. I'm going to crush it. Right. And you're, you feel like I, I get goosebumps when I do it. Like mm-hmm. I know that my energies are being activated. Wow. And like that, that walk sets me for the day. And it mm-hmm. reminds me like, this is what life is about. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, I know I did the work for the day. Mm-hmm. So I let go. I'm like, okay, however things happen, they're going to happen. And I've done the work for, that I need to do to manifest the life of what, that I deserve Whoa. Like, that I, you know, I'm, so this I'm is at the end of the day or the beginning, this is the beginning of the day. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then throughout the day, you know, oftentimes we feel anxious yeah. and we don't really know why, because we have so many things going on in life, so right. many distractions, so many, so much stimuli that oftentimes we don't know right. what's causing us to feel this like little, maybe it's not crippling anxiety, but mm-hmm. it's a little ambient anxiety in the background. Mm-hmm. Like I feel whatever. Yeah. So I use that as an opportunity to just bring my awareness back to the moment realize like right now everything's perfect right and when i sit in that space for a few minutes like typically the thing that was causing me anxiety like bubbles up it's like it like dislodges and it's like oh 
I just need to like email that guy or something like comes up. <laughs> it literally so, just take care of it. Yeah, but yeah, wow. if you're in the cycle the whole day and you're just going and going and mm-hmm. going and going and going, there's more things mm-hmm. that build on it and build mm-hmm. on it. And most people never let that stuff go, mm-hmm. and that eventually will create diseases. Your confidence will get low. Mm-hmm. You, your your energy is low. Right. So really, since the plant medicine, I've realized this stuff very deeply and implemented these practices in mm-hmm. my life to be able to live this way regularly. Nice. You recently took a health test to determine your biological age, right? Yeah. And you got 21? 19. 19. Yeah. But you're actually 34, right? 32. 32. Turning 33 in like a month. So how are you able to take 11 years off your life? That's a great question. Um, so I do that a lot damn of- plant. <laughs> go get the plant. <laughs> it could be the plant. I, you know, I do a lot of stuff. Like mm-hmm. I have a sauna and a cold plunge at my house. I do that every day. Mm-hmm. I have a biocharger. Have you guys ever seen that before? What's no. biocharging? Oh, biocharger is really cool. It, uh, it looks like a Tesla coil and it's got like, you sit next to it. And if you hold the light bulb in your hand, the light bulb lights up. So it's sending electricity through your body and it wow. uses different frequencies. So for example, have you ever seen an opera singer like sing at a glass mm-hmm. and shatter the glass? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the glass has a certain resonance mm-hmm. and that frequency destroys the glass. Right. So this machine has like 1100 different settings. Mm-hmm. If you have a virus or, or you're sick or you know, you want to change your brainwave patterns, whatever it is, it sends electricity into you in different frequencies. Mm-hmm. And there's like a bunch of things you can do with it. Bro, there's always f- something. What wow. is this called? It's called a biocharger. God Dude, I would damn. get that. How much were those? It's like 15 grand. It's worth it's, it though. It's a, it's a biocharger? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I do that regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing peptides now nice. uh, for the last maybe six months or so. I see a longevity doctor, yeah. live health. Um, and we do blood work every, every quarter. Yeah. Like a lot of blood work. Um, you know, they do, uh, I have a supplement, um, like Google sheet that I just share. With yeah. You sent me that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, if anyone wants it, they just, DM, uh, sent comment sups on that photo <laughs> and it'll just auto send it to you. Sick. So yeah, I do all that. So I don't know what, which thing gets the most output for the least amount of work. Yeah. So like maybe it's the biocharger, maybe it's the sauna mm-hmm. cold plunge, maybe it's the plant medicine, but maybe it's this being less stressed. Yeah. Right. You know, I eat really healthy too. Yeah. For the most part, I'm I'm like always doing 75 hard. Yeah. Because if I'm not doing it, I'm like always losing the battles, <laughs> and I feel like I'm not. So I just kind of always doing it. Mm. You're part. not a, as extreme as Brian Johnson, but your results are as good as his. I'm not yeah. as rich as Brian Johnson. Right. I'm not as rich as Brian Johnson. I mean, bro, he's 19 years old technically. Yeah. He did yeah. a test on his age. That's crazy. Yeah, they do an epigenetic test where they mm. test the length of your telomeres, mm. which has to do with your mitochondria. Mm. Um, and yeah, it tells you how old you're. So your if, if they were like, if they gave you the option, like since biologically you're 19, uh, do you want to be 19? Would you, what would you say? Yeah. He could tell people he's 19 technically. <laughs> <laughs> he is technically. Right. Yeah. yeah. Man, what's next for you? Well, you know, I'm, I am getting more and more passionate about these kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, doing a bunch of podcasts. Just, it's just crazy. Cause he came over here for drop shipping and, um, we literally like touched barely on that we're talking about more of a mental aspect which yeah. is i feel like that's needed more well, when in people, business than when anything. people get this stuff they get they make money in business it's, yeah, it's yeah. It, the, honestly what's next for me is i want to figure out how to help be a guiding light for that generation after like the younger mm-hmm. you know 18 to 20 something year olds right. that are addicted to tiktok and they're like <laughs> you know they're consistently distracted they're ruining their brains by by feeding themselves dopamine through mm-hmm. all these different places right. and they don't know anything about mm-hmm. being centered they don't know anything about you know building their energy they don't know anything about this stuff because most people that talk about what we're talking about they're not very relatable people right they're like kind of like woo woo out mm-hmm. there people that you're like i don't know about that guy <laughs> but i want to be a relatable person and show 
you know, the reason that I've been able to build Zendrop, mm -hmm. for example, and the reason why I've been able to achieve financial success is not because I'm smart. It's not because I'm, I'm the hardest worker. It's because I spend a lot of time working on myself, a lot of time reflecting, mm -hmm. a lot of time planning, you know, not so much time working, actually. Wow. You know, and it's, mm -hmm. it's more, more planning, strategizing, and, and being in solitude on mm -hmm. these walks and these meditations. And that transmutes into creating the life you know, of how you feel. And wow. this is what I want to be talking about more often. That's really cool. Cause yeah. a lot of people just grind and it, you need some time to just think. I used to do that. You know well, what? They I, just grind, but I think he's getting into like uh, the science aspect of it when you're dealing with, cause health is wealth. And yeah, you know, you can make a million dollars today, but like you want to keep making that and staying young and youthful and, you know, efficient. And yeah. I feel like you're, you're more so obviously you made the money, but now it's like, okay, cool. I need to, yeah, a certain way from well, a health standpoint too. Yeah. From a yeah, from a health standpoint for sure. And if you want to go like one layer deeper, mm -hmm. you know, our feelings, how we feel emotionally, is just a vibration. Our thoughts are just vibrations, mm -hmm. and you bring the thoughts into you that match how you feel. So mm -hmm. if you feel stressed, anxious, you feel lack, you feel like you can't get there. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get the thoughts that are gonna bring you that. But if you can feel abundance, you feel like you already have it. Yeah. You feel strong. You feel confident. You're gonna get the thoughts that are gonna lead you there. Right. So it's like. Stop looking out there for what you need to do. Look, Look in here for you, who yeah. you need to be. Right. And then the things you need to do will naturally guide you there in a way that you couldn't have expected. Mm -hmm. And you let go of the outcome and things will happen. You know, you'll get to a place that's beyond what you could have expected mm -hmm. in a way that you couldn't have expected. Right. Absolutely. Love that. Where can people find you? Instagram, uh, Jared Getz. Um, you can check out Zendrop. And uh, yeah. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Peace.